Hello everyone and welcome back to the Bundesliga show. Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, we're back uh, for another of our Derby Day dive-ins. Um, so we're very excited to, to be bringing this to you. Um, it's one that we uh, that we tried to record a long time ago, but due to my technical failures, um, we, you know, we've had to kind of re-record this episode. Um, and that we will be concentrating on... The Nords Derby, uh, obviously, which is between Hamburg and Werder Bremen. Um, and of course, you know, we don't really cover, uh, well, we don't cover Schweizer Bundesliga um, on, on our show. But uh, these are two, you know, really big teams uh, in Germany and, and it's a really big derby. So we thought, you know, we'd like to really cover it and, and kind of get into, you know, get into the kind of nooks and cranny of this uh, rivalry in Germany. So uh, obviously before before we get going, you know, please, please do subscribe to the show, you know, drop this a like. Uh, I know a lot of people have been requesting that we do more of these types of videos like rivalries and, and kind of looking back at the history of a lot of clubs. Um, so hopefully this will keep your appetite um, for these type of videos and we're planning on getting much more out um, in the next few months or so. So, yeah, we are responding to the demand. Um, so, Mark, hope uh, hope you're doing well. So you're uh, you're going to take us through a bit of the uh, the history um, of this very, uh, um, very good and very well-known derby in Germany. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, obviously, Werder Bremen versus Hamburg. Yeah, the Nord Derby, obviously translating directly to the North Derby in English, which I think, yeah, any French speakers would also know because it's the same word also in French. But, yeah, these are two of the biggest cities in Germany as well. Obviously, Hamburg is actually a city-state as well. Actually, one of only three city-states in the country, along with Berlin, obviously, uh, Hamburg, and the other one actually being Bremen. As well, so both of these two cities are actually city states, kind of showing that these cities are very big within their own right. Obviously, both based in the northern part of Germany as well, and yeah, actually only a hundred kilometers or sixty miles for any of you Anglophiles out there apart. Yeah, obviously the, the clubs date back a long time as well, and they are actually both two of the most successful clubs within the Bundesland. Obviously, we'll talk a little bit more about that and the trophies that the clubs have won a little bit later, but definitely two of the most successful clubs in the country. Yeah, to talk a bit, a bit more about the history of the derby itself. Well, Hamburg were actually formed before Werder in 1887, and then Werder Bremen formed 12 years later in 1899. So as you can see, both clubs very, very old. Both were formed and fully kicking before the end of the 19th century. Yeah, obviously the clubs also continued to kind of build from there. And actually they, they were expanding their fan base all around the north of Germany. And I think one of the reasons why this is kind of a big derby is because of the fact that in the clubs, kind of the, the fan bases uh, mix very much. So like obviously uh, Bremen is slightly south of Hamburg. And like towards the area where they're about 50 kilometers apart, there are a lot of like families can be split between the two clubs. So you can have like a dad who's a Werder fan and the mum who's a Hamburg fan. So obviously that kind of leads to, 
you know, a, a little bit like the Liverpool Everton derby over in the UK. They always say that's a family derby as well. Hamburg is also known to be this kind of derby as well, which uh, splits families in many ways. Uh, most of the games in this uh, derby have been played in the top flight of German football, despite both clubs currently being way below where they should be, really, in the Zweite Bundesliga. Obviously, Werder doing better than Hamburg currently as we speak, but obviously by the time this video is recorded, one and one or the other could be playing in the Bundesliga. Hopefully for both, they want to be back where they feel as though they belong in the Bundesliga, but obviously right now having to fight their way through that difficult fighter in order to get back to the promised land, so to speak. Uh, Werder Bremen, actually, before getting relegated at the end of last season, they'd only missed one season since the formation of the Bundesliga, and that was in 1980-81, when they were immediately promoted back. And I think, actually, one of the famous stories is that a couple of years after that, they went on to win the Bundesliga as well. So they'll be hoping for a similar situation this year, for sure. Hamburg were actually the longest uninterrupted team in the Bundesliga, starting in 1963, when the Bundesliga was formed. Uh, obviously, like the new kind of uh, top tier, as it was at the time. They were actually uninterrupted in the Bundesliga until 2018, when they had that shocking season they were relegated. And they've actually been there ever since. They're currently playing their fourth straight year in the Zweite Bundesliga, which is not acceptable for them or their fans. Yeah, I think also one of the kind of key moments in this derby is that, uh, as I mentioned before, it was kind of more of a family derby for a long period. But in 1982, there was a big incident when actually a fan uh, of Werder Bremen, Adrian Malaika, was actually killed by a stone thrown by a Hamburg fan in 1982. And as with most situations, when there's a death of a fan caused at a football match, it did lead to a intensification of the of this derby. And from then on, it was a lot more fierce and probably less of a friendly derby than it was uh, initially. But yeah, that's just a little bit about the history and the background of the two clubs. And now Rory's going to take you on to tell you a bit more about the balance of power. Yes, indeed. Um, so yeah, really interesting to get a bit of a backdrop as to how both teams kind of started up and where the, uh, you know, where the rivalry has come from. Uh, of course, you know, the hint obviously is indeed in the name. Um, but yeah, the balance of power is an interesting one. Um, but based on the amount of um, videos that we've done on on rivalries, there's quite a few rivalries that are quite um, uneven, I suppose. If you look at the sub derby, for example, and Bayern's dominance in that. Um, but uh, the Nord derby is indeed a much closer one. So there's been 156 meetings to date between the two teams. Werder are in the lead um, on 59 wins, uh, followed by... 54 Hamburg wins and 43 draws. So, again, you can really see there that the balance of power is very close. Um, and just a couple of wins here and there in the next few meetings, Hamburg has almost evened it up. So, it is a really closely fought derby. Um, you know, previously, of course, sides have had uh, more of a hold on each other. So, both teams have, have in years gone by had eight you know eight game run unbeaten runs against the others uh especially in the early years of the Bundesliga forming actually they they had good long spells of having that hold over another side uh it does often happen in derbies doesn't it where one team just kind of gets that grip 
uh, over the other side for whatever reason. So that has happened in the North Derby as well. I guess, as you can say, the pinnacle of this rivalry uh, in recent times came in 2009 when both teams were really, um, I guess, at the height of their powers. They met uh, four times in 18 days two of which were to decide um, the semi-final stage of the last edition of what was known as the UEFA Cup, which obviously is now the Europa League. Um, so there was two, you know, two big games there. There are also a DFB Cup uh, or Pokal semi-final. So, you know, it was really closely for Derby. Both teams were going for trophies more often than not. Um, at that time... Verda were, were able to get some important wins and go through and indeed win their Pokal match on penalties. But yeah, ha- having said all that, both teams have had a really good uh, go at each other and is now, you know, even still now the fact that they're both in the Spicer currently at recording. Of course, by the time this video comes out, one of them or both of them could, you know, be ready or be getting ready for a, for a season back in the Bundesliga. But you know, it is still probably one of Germany's top rivalries in terms of how well known it is um, and the kind of ferocity behind it. So at the moment, the balance of play just in Werder's court. But yeah, if Hamburg managed to get a couple more wins, then it'll be even Stevens, which is brilliant for, you know, for such a great rivalry to be so close, which makes it even better. So Hand back over to you, Mark, to, to talk about some of the, the trophies that both of these two teams get to uh, display for, for all their fans. Yeah, absolutely. So as Rory said, uh, the head-to-head record is one of the tightest of the big derbies, really. Obviously, all the way through the history, these clubs have been tossling at the top of the German game, which is part of the reason why it's such a big deal at the moment that we see both of these sides in this fight. Uh, you know, I would consider them to both clubs to be part of the big five in Germany, really. These two clubs, including Bayern Munich, Dortmund and Schalke, these probably are the most five traditional and most successful clubs in Germany. Although Nuremberg fans probably wouldn't be very happy with me for that, because obviously <laughs> Nuremberg also had a fair share of success. But most of that was a long, long time ago, so to speak. But yeah, moving on to the the trophy cabinet itself. Yeah, if we're talking about German league titles, Hamburg just about edged this six four on league titles. So yeah, as you can see, ten titles between the clubs. You know, not too shabby, especially yep. in a league where Bayern Munich, you know, have obviously won like crazy numbers of titles. But these two clubs have been far from shy. Um, from winning titles within Germany. Actually, the most recent one was Werder. They won the title in 2004. So it's, you know, within the last 20 years, they have been champions of Germany. I think that was the year that they famously picked Bayern as well, I think on the last day of the season as well. It's always Bayern that are up there challenging, isn't it? But in this occasion, Werder did get the better of the club. Yeah, I think the 2000s are a very, very successful period for Werder, actually, even more than Hamburg, who also didn't have a particularly bad 2000s, because Werder also won the Pokal in 2009, as Rory said, as well, beating Hamburg in that game. And they also lost in the UEFA Cup final, actually, despite winning that semi-final against Hamburg. They went on to lose against Shakhtar Donetsk uh, of the Ukraine in the final. Yeah. 
But yeah, obviously some massive games around that time. But it's, it's safe to say that Verder have definitely had the better of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. And actually on Cups, Verder are 6-3 ahead as well overall. So they are the more successful side. But again, nine Cups between the clubs, you can see that you know these are two sides that are definitely not afraid of winning silverware in Germany, that's for sure. Super Cups, which is actually a bigger deal in Germany than it is over in England or in most countries, I would say, to be honest. Actually, Werder have won three Super Cups to Hamburg's none, actually. So Hamburg must have a really, really poor record in the Super Cup, considering the number of titles and cups they have won over that time. But the Super Cup, they've never managed to get their hands on, unfortunately. Yeah, and the, the success doesn't stop in Germany as well because both of these clubs have had relative success on the European continent as well, culminating in Hamburg's uh, European Cup win in 1983 as well. Probably the most famous night in Hamburg's history. You can talk to any Hamburg fan in Germany and the first question they'll ask you is, uh, you know, did you do you know about uh, this famous final, you know, in, in 1983? They beat Juventus. 1-0 in that game to lift their one and only uh, European Cup. But obviously to have one is better than most clubs, let's be honest. So, yeah, it's still a very, very proud moment for the Hamburgers, that's for sure. But also Werder Bremen have also had, uh, they won a European Cup Winners' Cup as well. And as I already mentioned, they also lost in the final UEFA Cup final in 2009. I think it was an extra time goal by Shakhtar. So they were very, very close to not get two of them under their belt. Hamburg also won a Cup Winners' Cup as well. So they actually, both clubs have won major European silverware, which kind of just tells you really just at the level that these two clubs are on. These are giants of German football, giants of European football. But, you know, obviously, as, as it currently stands, both clubs not really in a position to challenge for uh, silverware. Although I have to mention, you know, Hamburg are currently, again, as we are filming today at the end of March, they are they have a, uh, a, a Pokal semi-final at home to Freiburg, which they will see as, you know, they're underdogs in that game, but they will see that as winnable. So who knows what can happen? You know, they are ultimately only two games away from another piece of silverware, which would be a real kind of jibe at their big rivals, Werder, wouldn't it? Because obviously it seems a long, long way off thinking a team like Werder could win a cup or a league title anytime soon. But I guess they'd just be happy with the Spider title at the moment to get back into the promised land of the Bundesliga. But yeah, as you can see, two very, very successful clubs, very, very full trophy cabinets, but just unfortunately not in the last 10 years or so, but definitely two clubs that will be looking to build over the next few few years once they can get back. So that's pretty much it for the trophy cabinet. So over to you, Rory, to take us through some of the iconic matches between the two. Indeed, yeah, we got a lot of them to go through. So I'll try not to uh, go on and on and on, but obviously it's such a fantastic derby. Um, kind of take you back in history um, to the fir- their first ever Bundesliga meeting in 1963. Werder um, would win the game 4-2 um, in front of 40,000 uh, you know, baying fans out there and Arnold Schultz hat-trick was good enough for Werder to win that first meeting in the Bundesliga. Like Mark mentioned, most of their meetings have obviously come in the top division of Germany. Um, but 
Hamburg would have the last laugh actually that season as they would finish ahead of their dear rivals um, in seventh place, Verde down in tenth. Um, that's kind of mainly looking at the kind of past, past, I guess. Um, but in more kind of recent history, we've had obviously um, a League Cup semi final uh, between the two teams back, obviously, when there was a League Cup. Um, Egyptian striker Zidane. Uh, what a great name hit there to, to bring out. Um, gave Hamburg the lead in this semi-final in 2006, only for Sonongo and Torsten Frings to score a late winner to send uh, send them through to obviously win uh, in the, their final uh, against Bayern 2-0. Um, obviously, again, the famous time in 2009, which I mentioned, we had the DFB Cup semi-final. Um, that ended in a close 1-1 draw. Goals from Ivica Olic and Diego, uh, but Werder, again, like I said, won on penalties to eventually lift the trophy, beating Leverkusen uh, in the final there. And again, that, that really famous UEFA Cup semi-final uh, clash, which again was a really closely fought one. But two goals from Ivica Olic were not enough as Diego, Pizarro and Bauman scored three away goals to send Verder through. Some brilliant names uh, like coming out of the woodwork um, for both sides. So some really kind of iconic matches between the two, two clubs. Um, most recently, obviously, they had their first ever meeting between the two sides in the spice of Bundesliga. Again, just emphasising how, you know, how big these two clubs are in terms of all their meetings have, you know, usually been in the top tier of German football. So the first meeting between the two in the second division uh, was a get uh, was a uh, a 2-0 win for Hamburg. Uh, so yep, they would have had the bragging rights for that. Um, but of course, as we are recording, since then we've had the return leg, and Werder won that game three two. So obviously, you know, again, like we say, the balance of play pretty pretty even throughout history. Um, and some really interesting, iconic matches between between the two. Uh, you know, here's hoping that they get to play some more iconic matches at the higher end of the Bundesliga or in a Pokal or or something like that in the uh, in the years to come. But just emphasising on on how big some of these games have been between the two clubs. Um, so that pretty much rounds up the iconic matches and indeed our our recording for the Nord Derby. Um, it's been good fun to to look over this one uh, of, of two teams that aren't quite where they maybe would want to be right now. But of course, we'll both be pushing to be back in the Bundesliga before you know it. Um, so yeah, I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be dropping plenty more of these Derby Day dive-ins until we run out. And then we'll start on something new, no doubt, um, in, in the weeks and months to come. Um, obviously, drop a drop a comment on if you enjoyed the show, if there's anything in particular you enjoyed listening about. Um, and so, Mark, over to you to close up uh, the show. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, guys, we want to kind of get in interact with you guys as much as possible. So remember to comment as well. Let us know who you prefer. Like for some of you guys, maybe in the United States or in the UK or anywhere in the world, just let us know like which team is more sympathetic towards you. You know, like are you more a Hamburg guy or woman or a Werder Bremen? 
person? What, what do you consider yourself to be? Also, try and remind us of some of the legendary names as well that some of these clubs have, because, you know, as Rory mentioned, that great Verda team from around, you know, 2008, 9, Diego, what a player he was. You know, Claudio Pizarro making his oh, name. They had Verda as well. They had such great players at that time, you know. I think even Per Metasacker as well came through mm. there. So it's, uh, you know, so many good players uh, that those clubs have brought through. So try and remind us of some of those great names. I think everyone, uh, every football fan likes to get nostalgic every now and again and remind, <laughs> remind themselves of some of the, the better players uh, from years gone by as well. Yeah, also, uh, remember, if you enjoyed the show, then check out uh, Twitter's uh, at Over the Bar FB and at Over the Bar Extra. So we got just about everything football-related on there. And, of course, remember to check out uh, otbfootball.net as well, which is like the centerpiece of our work at OTB. You can see everything related to football, women's football, obviously with the Euros upcoming as well, League One, League Two, which is two of our kind of focus leagues, really, We've got Spanish football as well. We do a lot of written stuff about La Liga and the Secunda Liga. And yeah, you can find a lot of interesting stuff, especially for some of you like uh, hardcore football fans out there. So yeah, it's been great to keep uh, in touch again today. And yeah, I guess we'll see you on the next show. So see you then. Bye-bye, guys. Here's all.